0: Hey, how about you guys? Thanks for tuning in, episode 5-4. Episode 5-4 of Chromedome Radio. I am Chris, and we're making a podcast. And uh, this is it. This is the podcast that we are making right now as I speak. As I speak, I'm making the podcast. And uh, by the way, if you if you're watching the video, this is not a beer that I'm drinking with a straw. This is an iced coffee. And it's delicious. I got. I went to Boston last weekend, and I had a good time. Boston's a lot of fun, and uh, it was a last-minute thing. My my nephew was getting baptized. Didn't think I was gonna make it. Then I decided to go. I decided to make it. So I booked my flight last minute. And where did I sit? I sat in the middle, which isn't ideal because you don't get the freedom of sitting in the aisle. And you don't have the whimsy of sit- sitting at the window. You just kind of sit in the middle and do your thing. That that's what the that's the what the middle seat is. The middle seat is. <laughs> so uh, yeah. So go to the baptism, and it was at a uh, ca- obviously a Catholic church. I say obviously. You don't know that about me. I'm a, ca- uh, I'm a I was, I was raised Catholic. So the child was being baptized Catholic. And we go to the, uh, dude we went to <laughs> we went to a a Catholic church in Boston. So he was the, the priest had a strong Boston accent. Dude, I never would have thought that going to uh, a Catholic mass in Boston would be so much fun. No joke, the mass was fun. The ceremony was fun. So many things happened. And first of all, thing number one was uh, the priest having a Boston accent. By the way, I should rewind. Rewind. Going into the church. So I haven't been to mass in a long time. Like I said, I grew up Catholic. Don't go anymore. Don't go. So uh, we're walking into the church, and everybody's wearing, like, shorts and sandals. And I'm thinking, am I going to the wrong place? Because when I was growing up, you wear your Sunday best. That's the thing, right? Sunday best. So, I was like, this is weird. Like, people wearing t-shirts and shorts and sandals. Just not, it, it, I don't know, maybe, things change. Maybe the Catholic Church changed. That was the thing one where I was like thrown off a little bit. And then you get to the church and you have this Boston, uh, you know, you have the priest with the Boston accent. And he said things like, he said, gospel. He said, gospel And he said, uh, God, and he said, Lord, and our Father. He said, our Father. And I kept thinking of, uh, Bill Burr, and and whenever Bill Burr, like, wants to exaggerate the Boston accent, he does something, like, today, today's episode, he brought up Adam Driver, and he goes, Adam DRIVER! So I kept thinking, (laughs) Gospel! You know? And oh, you know what he said? Dude, this, this was the best one. He said Last Supper. The priest said Last Supper. <laughs> last Supper. And he said it a bunch of times, dude. Dude, what is Last Supper? The Gospel and the Last Supper. The Last Supper? You know what that is? That's... <laughs> that's Larry Bird and Big Pappy. Think of the painting. And on the left you have Larry Bird. And on the right you have Big Papi. And then right in the dead center you have Jesus himself, Tom Brady. That's The Last Supper. Tom Brady's Jesus. Oh Jesus, it's Tom Brady. The Last Supper. Gospel, he said. Gospel, <laughs> uh, and then, and then probably the highlight of the whole ceremony was so uh, there. Were, there was this one kid sitting in one the like, the front two pews, and this kid was a little bit old. He was one of the kids being baptized. There were like eight kids being baptized, and he was a little bit older than the other ones. He was like two and a half, three ish years old, and he had a belly. He had a bellyache. And he threw up. He threw up on himself and his father, or maybe it was his godfather. But he threw up on an adult male. And when he threw up, he, you know, they they quickly like brought him. They, they walked him. They carrying him. He threw up. Oh, dude, I felt so bad. He was wearing a really nice white outfit, you know, as one does when they are baptized. And it it's like he threw up all over it then the the father let's just call him the father the father kind of you know picks him up and carries him down the aisle to get out of the church right it doesn't take long for the smell to fill the room and it smelled bad but here's the funny thing this is funny, dude. You know how like in the, you know how like in a in a Catholic mass there's a lot of song and dance, like literally, like you're you're standing and then you're sitting and then you're kneeling and then you're signing the cross and then you're ha 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 ha, ha. right? So yeah. and the the people that are cleaning up the throw up instead of just breaking form, they are trying to continue to do the song and dance, while cleaning up the throw-up. Dude, they were like, they were like, wipe, wipe, wipe. Neil, pray. I'm cleaning up the throw-up. I'm cleaning puke from the floor. It smells so bad, but I'll do it. I think I feel sick. I'm cleaning all of the throw up. Dude. Oh, man. And so, uh, kid comes back eventually, and he's wearing uh, a T-shirt and jeans, probably whatever the heck they had in the car. Thank God they had something, right? So the kid comes back and where does he sit? He sits right in front of me and he's doing, he doesn't want to be there. The kid doesn't want to be there. I felt bad for him, but he transformed into a stinky kid and he smelled so bad. He smelled so bad. That they didn't brush his teeth. They didn't give him a piece of gum. So he was doing like that whimpering and then coughing thing. Because he was whimpering so hard that he was making himself cough. So he was going... Like, <coughs> and every time he did that... I was sitting right in the line of fire. It smelled so bad. And then my co- my cousin uh, was sitting right next to me, and, you know, she's a, she's a Long Island girl, so she was giving me that, like, annoyed look, like, just, you can't see it on the podcast, but if you're watching the video, she'll just be, like, you know, like, okay, okay, so, <laughs> and, uh, and then the priest did a weird thing, by the way, I, I don't know, I, like I said, I haven't been able to a- a, a uh, you know, like a Catholic mass in a while. I did go to a baptism a couple years ago for my niece, but I don't remember them ever doing this. But the priest came around and he decided to say a prayer. And every time he said a prayer, he would touch the back of his hand to the child's mouth, like this, right? The back of his hand to the child's mouth. And I'm pretty sure he did this twice. And I think the first time he did it, he wiped his hand before touching my nephew's mouth because he he touched the sick kid's mouth, sick barf kid's mouth. And then he would touch my nephew's mouth, so I'm pretty sure the first time he did it, he wiped his hand. The second time, he touches barf kid's mouth, and then he touches my nephew's mouth. And my brother, I don't know where it came from, but he had like he had like a a, a wipe almost instantaneously, like like snap of the fingers. The as soon as the priest turned his head, my brother was wiping his mouth. Of, of, of all the barf kid germs. Because nobody wants barf kid germs. Priest. Nobody wants barf kid germs. Especially at the last supper. It'll be your last supper. And then... And then... Uh, then we did the candle ceremony. We have to go up and you... It, it's a Catholic... Okay. So you you got to light a candle for the kid being baptized. But when we get up to the candle, it's like seven and a half feet in the air. The flame is like seven and a half feet in the air. So the guy in front of me who's taller than me, mind you, he can't even reach. He can't even get to like the right angle where he's lighting the candle. So then the the priest uh, has to stand on a chair. Adult men, we have to stand on a chair to light. The candle. So I play along. I light the candle. I go back to my pew. I sit back down. And the priest comes around for one final, one final prayer. And then he told a joke. He told a joke that everybody got mad at me when I pointed it out. But it was so obviously a joke. He said, when he came around, he said, You can blow that candle out now. You don't want to burn us all down, do you? And nobody laughed. But I said, Guys, it's obviously a Notre Dame joke. It's a Notre Dame joke, guys. Cause the church, the church, the church in Paris called the Notre Dame. It burnt down. He was making a, a church burning Notre Dame joke. It's so obvious that he did that. That's not me. Don't get mad at me. Cause then my cousin goes like this. My cousin goes like this. She goes. Ah. Uh. It's <laughs> like, okay, this is not me. I didn't, I didn't make that joke. I just pointed out that he made that joke. Ah. Uh. That's what my cousin said. Ah. Uh. <laughs> I didn't say it. It wasn't my joke. And then that was it. And then, and then we left. And and now uh, my nephew's baptized, and he's official. He's a real boy. And then we went to Boston. I, only, I actually only hung out in Boston for one day. Now that I think about it. And in the one day, my brother had this genius idea. And he said, "Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna go down to Little Italy, and we're going to, we're gonna hit up every." pizza joint that we could possibly hit up right and so instead of getting a big meal at one place we're going to get a slice from a bunch of places and then we'll compare them we'll try them out and then we even threw in a couple of cannoli places so first stop was this like artisanal neapolitan like brick oven uh pizza which was good but you know it's fancy when it says brick oven at the last supper Godfather. And, uh, <laughs> and, uh, so, uh, then, you know, it was good. And then we went to the second place. And then the second place was gross. I don't even remember the name of it. The second place was like right across the road. And it was like that dude, when you pick up a piece of pizza and the whole thing, like, drooped down, it was like liquidy, doughy, mushy crap. I'm like, who's eating this? It was paper thing. You could practically see through it. So that one wasn't good. And then we went to... This is now... After the first two places, now we took a cannoli break. And our cannoli break, we were walking around and somebody said, go to Mike's. Mike's Cannoli's or something like Mike's Bakery, something like that. And then uh, somebody else said, go to Modern. So we... <laughs> this is actually kind of funny. We walked up to... Uh, there's one particular corner there were these two local dudes and they're sitting at the table and my brother asks him should we go to Mike's or should we go to modern and like at the same time they said two different responses one said Mikes and the other one said modern and then the one the one that I think that said modern he goes, oh but they get the shells from the same place and then the guy that said Mikes he goes, Eh, what the fuck are you talking about? And then they start arguing over the cannoli places as we still... We walked away, and they were still arguing about it. (laughs) How Boston is that? He was like, "Well, the fuck? They don't get the shells from the same place. They make them there. (laughs) And then uh, I ended up liking... I had a pistachio cannoli from Modern which was my favorite cannoli of the day. And it's that simple. And then we decided to go back on the pizza journey. And we're walking by this one particular place. Should I say the name of it? Should I be the guy that says the name of a bad a place where I had a bad experience? Well, actually, I don't even know what kind of experience it was. Okay, here's the deal. Here, I will say the name of it because I don't even know if it was a good or a bad experience. I think it was a bad one now. It might have been good, though. Okay, the place was called... Push cart, okay. So my brother, we're walking by, and he says, "This is so far. This is the best piece of pizza I've had in Boston." Okay, let's let's try it out. Let's go in there, right? So we go in there, and there's a girl behind the counter. We ask her for the slices of pizza. We said three slices of pizza, please. She goes, "Oh, you have to talk to him," and she points at this dude who's over in the corner. Big dude, big fat. Bald, dude. Big, fat, dude. Right? And so we, my brother walks over to him and he goes, Hey man, uh, we'll take three slices of pizza. No, he said plain. We'll take three plain slices of pizza. By the way, that's part of the strategy. Is when you're trying pizza places, just get a plain cheese pizza. Because then you don't... You don't water it down with any of the toppings, right? You want to get a good standard. And a good standard is just a plain cheese pizza. Right? So you can compare better. So he's like, I want three slices of of plain pizza. And I I, I watch the guy. I'm looking at him. And I could see his eyes. I'm looking at his pupils. and And I see his pupils move ever so slightly in the upward direction... And I see him look at my brother's Yankee hat. My brother was wearing a Yankee hat in Boston. Right? So I'm like, oh boy. He's going to say something funny. He's going to say something funny and I'm going to love it. Because you know what? You know what? Everybody needs a good ball breaking every now and then. Dude, you need a good ball breaking. Right, including myself. Every every once in a while, you need a good ball breaking. So I'm thinking, here's my brother's time now. This is for him. This is gonna be his ball breaking, the one that he's needed. Where he to? in Boston, in a Boston pizzeria, no less. This guy's gonna get him. I can see the look in his eyes. I'm like, this this guy is gonna tear my brother up. He's gonna flip him upside down and dunk his head in the toilet. Give him a old swirly ball breaking. So I'm like, I'm like, yes. So he goes, uh, what does he say? I don't even remember the first thing that he said to us. He, he basically says something nasty back to my brother. And my brother is immediately confused. Like he doesn't understand how this started off like that. So then I go, I, I'm, I'm waiting to see the ball breaking still. I'm waiting to see what this guy's capable of. Because there's a degree of Northeasterners can break balls like no other. Right? So I'm just thinking, I'm like, oh, this is good. This is going to be great. So then I say, I intervene, and I say, you're wearing the wrong hat, bro. I'm like, let's do this. Because now I'm thinking that Fat Pizza Guy is going to play off what I just said and really dig into him. I'm like, let's do this. So I said, you're wearing the wrong hat, bro. Dude, this pizza guy turns to me, dead, looks me right in the eye, walks up to me, inches away from my face. He goes, you think I give a fuck what kind of hat he's wearing? So what do I do? I smile and I laugh because now it's like, here comes my ball breaking. I don't know about you, but I could use a good ball breaking. So I'm like, I'm in on it now. So I laugh, I laugh, and I'm like, oh, 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 no, man, That's I think I said something to that nature, I was like, oh, no, man, I, I know you don't care about the baseball and sports teams and such, <laughs> and then he walks away, dead walks away, and when he walks away, I'm still laughing, I'm thinking, oh, this guy's good, dude, he sold that, like, I, like if anybody didn't know, like, they would have thought he was actually mad at me right now. Anybody who was just watching that go down, they would have actually thought he was mad at me. But but I'm I'm thinking, no, he's just really good at what he does. He's a really good ball breaker. He's going to come back. We're going to laugh it out. He's going to give me some pieces of pizza. I'm going to go on about my day, right? So comes back, and he says, there's no pizza for you. And I went, what? Because there's no pizza for you. Ah, oh, dude, alright. Yeah, I didn't Yeah, the Yankees thing. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, we'll, we'll we'll still take those three slices. No! What are you, Deft? There's no pizza for you. Then he says, This is what he says to me, dude! He's... This is what he says. He says, Uh... What do you think? You could walk in here, act like a fucking prick, and it's funny? But as soon as I, like, act like a fucking prick, it's not? Go ahead! Write a review! Write a review! That's what he's, and so I'm like, this is what this is the what came out of my mouth because now I, I went from laughter to complete. I was I was now so confused that I I said this straight up. I was like, I actually have no idea what's happening right now, and I said it with a smile on my face. I went, I actually have no idea what's happening right now, and then he storms off repeating write a fucking review see if I care write a fucking review What the f- who did he think we were? So here's the situation. I'm in now a I can begin my trek out the door But this is this is my mindset at the time. I'm still thinking He's a master ball breaker. And I'm like, I'm going to start walking near the door. And he's going to turn around. He's going to be like, hey, I got you. I got you. You guys come in. nogi okay. All right, here's your pizza. Go ahead. I'm still thinking he's going to do that. So I'm like, dude, if I, st- if I walk towards that door right now, he's just going to be like, yeah, all right, I got you. And I'm going to have to do the stupid like, oh, you got me. <laughs> oh, cool. And then I'm thinking, well, option B, I actually get mad back at him. And what does he do? The same thing! He just goes, Hey, I'm just killing you! got all upset! Oh, look at him! He turned red in the face! Oh, I got the Yankee fan upset! I'm not gonna do that either! So what do I do? I just stood there! Ah, I didn't move! I just stood there! And then the guy comes back, my brother, my brother tries to ask the original girl who was behind the counter that we originally tried to get the pizza from, he then asks her, he goes, is he being, is he being serious? Because we're having a tough time telling. Do you know that that girl looked at us dead in the eyes and didn't respond? Like she, she almost looked scared. It was actually, now that I think about it, it was her reaction to our questioning that made me think, oh, this guy's being for real, right? He comes back now, and I said it again. I said, look, I don't know what's going on. We didn't mean any disrespect, but if you I don't know if you're kidding around. I don't know if you're kidding or not, because nothing happened. I don't know why you're escalated, but we still want pizza, and he's, actually, this is weird too. He had pizza all of a sudden. P- he didn't have pizza? Now, he's p- now he has pizza. And he's, I don't know. He might have actually given us somebody else's order. Because before you know it, the cook, we could see everything. We could see the oven. We could see the cook. The cook is handing him three pieces of pizza. He takes the three pieces of pizza, and he puts them down in front of us, and he takes our credit card, and now he's starting to be nice to us. This is another thing that threw me off. Is that he started to, like, Speak respectfully to us. I think he even called a sir at one point. Well, my brother, sir, he's like, he's like, he's like, here's your card, sir. And now I'm thinking, I have no idea if this guy's screwing with us so hard that we're going to walk out of this restaurant and him and his cook, his chef, are just going to laugh their asses off because now we're just so confused. We have no idea what's happening. We don't understand the confrontation. I actually left the restaurant thinking that I left, I walked out with the pizza and I, sa- I, I tried to explain it to my mother what happened as my brothers explaining to my father, and I was like, I don't know if he was messing with us. And then uh, in, in uh, my father this is, this is my father, this is what he does. After the guy yells, leave us a review, leave us a review. He my father goes to Google this is as one does when they have a bad experience at a restaurant they go to Google and they read the reviews or maybe he was on Yelp something like that and uh, this is messed up now it turns out that the guy generally has good reviews except for people who are visiting there from out of town except for from tourists like they they were so many one-star reviews because they'd say this guy treats tourists uh, horribly or oh one of them, this was the bad one. One of them said that they, he was saying Italian racial slurs to them, but they knew what he was saying because they spoke Italian. Like that's not ball breaking now 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 that's serious, right? So uh so apparently this guy's just a jerk off. I don't know how you stay in business. So, yeah, that was that place. And, and oh, man, insult to injury. The pizza was the worst pizza I had all day. I don't know. Maybe they did something to it. I have no idea. We took, my father took one bite of that pizza, and he, oh, you know what he did? He walked it back into the restaurant, put it on the counter, said, this is horrible, and then they said, do you want another one? And he said, no, this place sucks, and then walked out. <laughs> My father didn't even see. All oh, my my father didn't even see the confrontation. He just heard about me and my brother talking about it. And then we went to. Uh, after that, we went to Regina's. Regina's was the opposite of Pushcart. Regina's was awesome. We had a great exp- great dining experience. The people were lovely. Sat us down. We ate delicious pizza. They have this like this uh this like garlic sauce. I guess they're world famous. I hadn't heard about them before, but their garlic sauce was really good. And then you know they brought like the dough over for my niece so she could make her own little pizza pie. And uh, and she had a ball. My little niece making her own little pizza at the table. And uh, and that was it. And then Virginia's was really nice. And then and then we went home after that. And we ended up. Uh, it was a fun time. Cause you know what? Ninety nine percent of the people I met in Boston were awesome. Not just Boston, like Massachusetts in general. Very nice. It was just like this one guy, this one jerk-off. And uh, by the way, this is, if you're not a Yankees or a Red Sox fan, you need to understand something. Because that whole rivalry thing between the teams, at least in my experience, doesn't carry out into real life. Dude, you have to be stupid to take something that seriously to where you're actually going to yell or, or God forbid, hurt somebody over a stupid sports team that you like. Right? So, dude, let me tell you right now. I've had so many great conversations with Boston fans. Boston fans are awesome fans. Or New England fans. And I don't know why they've rooted for their teams through thick and thin. No, they're good now. They weren't always good but they have a ton of fans that are very passionate about it, and they know the sports so well. It could be the the Patriots, it could be the Red Sox, the Bruins, the Celtics. They know the sports so well, which is why you could always have great conversations with them. And you know, it always starts off again with a little ball breaking, because we all need it. You'll you'll run into a guy wearing a Red Sox hat in the bar, and they'll see your Yankee hat. And they'll say something like, "Should we go? Uh, should we go outside and fight now?" And then before you know it, you're having a great conversation. There's so much history between the two cities and all the sports. And, sport, uh, all, uh, all the sports. Right? So, on several occasions, I've had great conversations with Red Sox fans. I'm thinking of, oh, I'm thinking of. I don't know why, but when I think of the playoffs, because we're talking about Yankees, Red Sox, and playoffs, and that's how I got here. Um, I was thinking of the announcer, Joe Morgan. You guys, If you guys listen to... By the way, before I get into this conversation, if you guys hear something in the background, it's my AC unit. Did I forget to turn off the AC unit? Yeah. I sure did. Am I a little bit upset with myself? I am. But... It's 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 hotter than Satan's nutsack down here. So is there a good side to forgetting the the air conditioning on? There sure is, because it's hot in my basement. And regardless of the air conditioner blowing directly onto my microphone, do we still have premium podcast sound? You betcha. Huh. Okay, so. <laughs> Dude, my AC is cranking right now. It's so hot in here. Um, so Joe Morgan was a sports announcer who used to say, "Okay, first of all, he was a phenomenal ball player. He knew the sports so well. I'm surprised he never coached." But towards the end of his announcing career, he got like he didn't get like he didn't get dementia, but he got like like old guy kind of how would you how would you put it like old guy kind of silly. To where like, he knew the sport so well that sometimes the most generic, silly things would come out of his mouth. I'm trying to think. This one thing he said. One time. One time, this one thing he said. There was a ground ball to the shortstop. And it might have been a Yankees-Red Sox game. And The shortstop made an error. The shortstop missed it. And you know what he said? (laughs) He said something to the nature of... Now, the key to... Fielding a ground ball is to see the ball, and then when the ball's in your mitt, you can take it out and throw it to first base. Like, what? What? The key to fielding a ball is seeing the ball, and once the ball's in your mitt, you can take it out and throw it to first base. And he, he used to say things like that all the time. (laughs) <laughs> the key to baseball is playing it. You can't hit the ball without a bat. And, and then, oh man, and then the uh, whoever he was announcing with would, would always like support what he was saying, which would only encourage him more. You know, like, he'd say something like, uh like, now, now, the key to catching a fly ball is getting under it. Well, that's a good point, Joe. And you can't throw strikes if it's not in the strike zone. And then you can play baseball any day of the week. Good point, Joe. <laughs> Gotta be like, You gotta be, like, best friends with your sports announcer colleague. Dude. What if sports announcers hang out, like, outside of work and speak? You know how, like, sports announcers, especially towards the beginning of the game, they act so energetic? Like, coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia! It's the Falcons versus the Patriots! And they always say, like, some little tidbit that makes, like, that particular game that night unique. Like, you need to stay tuned! You know, if they... <laughs> they go to dinner together? Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. We're gonna play. I need, I need Fox music. Oh, here we go. Can you hear that? Oh, here we go. Hello, everyone, and coming to you live from Atlanta, Georgia. I'm Tony Jabroni. And with me as always is my colleague Jack Meehoff. Tonight's dinner special is pork chops with a side of asparagus for eleven ninety nine. It's the first time Applebee's is offering pork chops as a special, so it'll be interesting to see what happens tonight. That's right, Tony, and I think the key to tonight's dinner will be the preparation leading to tonight's meal. Hopefully the asparagus has been lightly tossed in butter. I couldn't agree more, Jack. By the way... How's your wife Linda? She's great, Tony. Overall, as happy as... overall I'm as happy as can be. though it's been a little bit painful to pee lately and I'm terribly afraid to go to the doctor. <laughs> Exciting stuff, Jack. If anything, there's a certain energy in this restaurant this evening. <laughs> They're super excited about those pork chops. Obviously, everyone is... obviously this is one for the books. <laughs> Stick around. AFTER THESE MESSAGES (laughs) Dude, you can make anything sound awesome with that song You can make uh Dude that song pumps you up though I have a soundboard now As I'm playing these things I'm looking at my soundboard This man has no dick (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that was my favorite one. This man has no dick. <laughs> that's, that's Pushcart fat pizza guy. This man has no dick. You know what I should have done though? I should have been like, that's why I fuck your bitch. Oh, it gets cut off. That's why I fuck your bitch. <laughs> it, it cuts off bitch. you supposed to say bitch, but. That's, why I your bitch. <laughs> that's, why, that's what I should have said, a fat pizza guy. That's so I fuck your <laughs> Dude, you could make anything sound excited, exciting with that football song. Watch this. Here's how to play chess. Chess, how to play. The object of the game is to checkmate the other king. Checkmate happens when the king is in a position to be captured, it's in check, and cannot escape from the capture. At the beginning of the game, the chessboard is laid out so that each player is sitting across from the other, and has the white or lighter colored... Dude, do you want to play chess right now? Stop the sound. Do you want to play chess right now? Coming to you live from Chrome... <laughs> the Chrome Cave. This is Chrome Dome Radio, and I'm your host, Chris. Joining me as always is my friend and colleague Slimer. <laughs> That's that should be the intro though. Probably can't use that I might get in trouble from from NFL on Fox. <laughs> Last supper all right, so uh, before in the episode, end the episode. You guys, I say I said this like the last like three episodes at the end. At the end, I always say the same thing because the real Chromies, my real Chromies. Hang on. Here we go. Here. Dudes and dudettes, Major League butt kicking is back in town. Oh yeah. My real Chromies are like <laughs> You guys are here and you're showing me the love and the support by watching right now and my shenanigans as I record. Uh, here's what's going on. Uh, I mentioned a couple episodes ago that I wanted to start making eight episodes a month, and I wanted them to be one hour long, and as it turns out, I screwed up. I can't fit eight one-hour episodes into my account on Libsyn, and I've explained what Libsyn is before, in case you don't know. If you listen to on Spotify or iTunes or Stitcher or, or Google Play, it's actually technically being hosted by Libsyn, and I don't have enough space. So either... I, I, I shorten the length of each episode like to like 40, 45 minutes or something, or I just released one episode per week, one hour, so there's four hours of content a month, and that's what I'm leaning to do. I'm leaning towards one episode a month, um, an hour long, and I want to consistently release them on Sunday. I know I keep saying that. I know I don't. I, I, I'll do it for like three, four weeks, and then I blow it, but... I'm going to release episodes every Sunday. This episode is not going to come out on Sunday because of the timing of the month. I'm going to release this tomorrow morning, which will be Friday morning. And um, and then uh, I'm going to record the next episode and probably release it middle next week. And then starting next weekend, I'm going to release the episode Sunday and try to do every Sunday from then on. By the way, okay, now that I mentioned it, next episode, I'm trying to line up something really cool and I'm going to try. I'm getting a police officer on the show who wants to come in anonymous, which means he's opening the door to all kinds of questions, right? We could ask this cop anything. And anything you mo- here's what you guys do shoot me an email, chromedomeradio.com. What did I say? Chromedomeradio at gmail.com. Shoot me an email and let me know what, what stuff you want me to ask him. I'll read your questions. Anything you want to know, he said, he's like, dude, I will tell you the secrets, uh, you know, what we do on a daily basis, things that happen, jokes that we play, just stuff like that. And I'm so curious to get this guy on the show. And he's a listener himself, so uh, I'm pretty excited about it. So, like I said, uh, shoot me an email with the questions. And starting next weekend, we'll do the one episode per week thing. One hour long each, and that's it. I gotta, I gotta cut this one a little short. I actually don't even know how long I've been going. But the reason I'm cutting this one a little bit shorter than normal is because I need to be able to fit this episode into the space that I have left in the Libsyn account. Because I didn't know what I was doing when I originally, when I set up the Libsyn account, I thought I had so much space, and I don't have that space. So that's why, that's why we're here, where we, where we are now. Feeling good. Okay, guys. I got Twitter, I got Instagram, I got Facebook. And it's chromedome radio at gmail.com. Thank you so much for being here and supporting me. Tell a friend, guys, if they if somebody asks, hey, do you have a silly whimsical podcast? That's what you say, Chromedome Radio. That's how you describe the show to people. Be like, hey, are you into silly whimsical things? And they'll say yes, because who isn't? And you say, I got a show for you. And You show them Chrome Dome Radio. And we build this little Chrome Dome army. Right? And then we take over the world. Thanks, guys. I'll see you next time. Later.